Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. So happy to have you join us for a very important show tonight. This is a show that could literally save your life, improve your health, your family's health, and maybe set you up for a lifetime of health that stays great. Tonight's guest is a dear friend of mine and someone I truly admire, and her message is so important tonight. We're talking to Beth Greer, the author author of Supernatural Home. And it's wonderful to have Beth join us and give us the tips and some deep insight on how to eliminate toxins from your life, toxins that can make you sick. You'll be amazed when you hear her story. And she's got some wonderful new things that she's going to tell us about and offer tonight as well. But first, let's hear from Beth about her own health battle. Beth, hi, the show. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Great to be here, Brenda. Oh, it's good to hear your voice, and I'm doing something I hardly ever do. I'm doing the show tonight from a remote location, and I hope I'm coming in loud and clear. I'm on the island of Cortez off the coast of British Columbia, and I'm actually here on a spiritual retreat, so everyone, you're going to get those vibrations coming through as well as that's great advice. (laughs) How did you... How did you come to be the huge hero and proponent that you are for a toxin-free environment? Well, that's a great question. Um, Thirteen years ago, I thought I was leading a healthy lifestyle. I was eating well. I was exercising. I watched my weight. I didn't smoke. And so it came as this huge shock to discover that I had a tumor in my chest that was the size of a tennis ball and I went to three top surgeons. Um, I had a biopsy. It was, it was a benign tumor, but it was very, very painful. It was pressing on the nerves that ran down my hand, and my fingers were turning numb. And so the surgeons wanted to, to cut it out of me, and they couldn't agree on where to enter my body to remove it. One wanted to cut me from the front, the second from the back, the third from under my armpit, and I just said, whoa, 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 let me just calm down for a moment and get quiet, and um, what came to me was to simplify. And I thought, okay, what can I simplify? Let me, let me take charge of, myself, of my health right here. And I, I realized that I could simplify the things that I was eating because I thought I was eating well, but I was actually eating out a lot. I didn't know what was being, how my food was being prepared. I was microwaving Now, Beth, food. let me ask you something. You had a tumor the size of a tennis ball, creating pain, surgeons were eager 
to go after a surgical intervention. What? It's just an extraordinary thing that you didn't say, yes, let me go ahead with surgery. What right. made you say no? You know, it's so interesting. People say to me, you're so brave. I, I, I think um, the idea, first of all, each of the surgeons, they couldn't agree on how to get it out of my body, but they all agreed it was risky surgery and that I could lose the feeling in my hand, my right hand, permanently. And that was really scary to me. And I just thought, mm. I went, you know, I went to see a, a, a neurosurgeon as well, and he, he just said to me, look, take as much time as you want. You have some time. It's not cancerous. And so I just decided to see if I could heal this myself. And I did. I did. It took yeah. me months. Yeah. It took but six but months. I get it now because yeah. you were facing the choice of a risky surgery that mm-hmm. could have caused you to lose healing your hand. That's serious. That's very serious. It is serious. Yeah. And, and I also knew on, a, on an intuitive level that our bodies are self-healing. I mean, when we cut ourselves, our skin heals. So I knew that this tumor was not genetic. There was no genetic predisposition in my family for tumors. I knew it had to be, ca- be caused, had been caused from some environmental factor. And I started actually what I spoke to a, a researcher recently who told me that what I did was I changed my DNA, my gene expression, my epigenetics, um, that I had possibly been exposed to things that might have caused a tumor when I was younger, but now making the lifestyle changes that I did, I changed the gene expression, and the tumor disappeared. And for those who don't know what epigenetics is all about, it's how our environment, and by the way, since we're talking modern love, everybody, your love life plays a role in your health too. So, Beth, you're talking about some of the things that you were taking in you right away zeroed in on food. So what did you discover you needed to change with this tumor? This is a pretty serious thing you're facing. Yeah. I mean, so the first thing I did, I mean, coincidentally, I had booked myself in for a week of R&R down at this place called the Optimal Health Institute where they have raw vegetable juices and internal cleansing and meditation. And this is before I was even diagnosed. I had sort of booked it as as a as a thing to do with a girlfriend. And so I went down there, and I thought I would just sort of relax and kind of figure things out. But what I noticed in just three days of drinking pure, organic, raw vegetable juice, that my pain started going away, and I didn't need sleeping pills anymore. To, to, because mm. I couldn't find a comfortable place to, to lay my head down. It was so painful. Um, it was pressing on, on the nerves. So, yeah, after three days, I was thinking, wow, this is interesting. And I, I was there for a week, and I came back home, and I said to my husband, I want to do this. I want to continue to do this. I think, you know, this is something that can help me. And he got right behind and said, okay, let's, you know, we, bought, we got a food dehydrator, and we just ate raw foods, raw vegetables, basically, for six months. And Wow. Um, but you know, but to get I relief needed... from the pain in just three days—that is amazing. Yes. The other it thing amazing. I have to note is that you said you were doing meditation too, so you were detoxifying your mind and your emotions. Absolutely. Everybody Absolutely. make a note at the I same time you're detoxifying your body. Right. I was the president of a multinational corporation at the time, and I was under a lot of stress. And I think that. Um, 
I didn't realize how much the stress was impacting me. And so the meditation really was a godsend, and I, I meditate to this day. I don't eat raw food like 100% like I was back then, but that's what it took to kind of get things moving. But I also mm. had, a di- I had a dialogue with my tumor. I spoke to it. I asked, what's the message? What, what are you here to tell me? And wow. That was, that was good. What did it tell you? No, no, don't leave us hanging. We want to know. <laughs> It told me to slow down, and it told me to simplify. And so um, in addition to simplifying my food, I, I took a look at what else, you know, in my life can I simplify. And I thought to myself, well, what am I putting on my skin? Because I looked at what first was going in my body, then I looked at what was on my body. And I looked at the ingredients in my shampoo and my makeup and my moisturizer and my body lotion and deodorant. Oh, my gosh, the amount of chemicals in there that we're being exposed to is unbelievable. And so I started switching out to all natural products. Now, and what are some of those chemicals that are typically in makeup, in uh, hygiene products, all those things? I, I was talking to a friend not too long ago, and she said, you know, I'm making plans for uh, what I'm going to do with my body when I pass away. She said, I don't want to cremate after all these years of moisturizing. So <laughs> what, right. what is well, in these moisturizers? I know. Well, there's nanoparticles in there <laughs> that get driven into, deep into your skin. You know, I list all of the chemicals to, to avoid in my book, Supernatural Home, and, and also on my website you can find a whole glossary of information there. But there's something called... And um, what's the web address, Beth? It's uh, supernaturalhome.com. Good. Everybody make a note. Go ahead. So they're nanoparticles. What's the biggest culprit in the things that we've been putting in our makeup and on our skin? You know, there's, it, there's so much. It's hard to say what, what's the one thing because that's the thing, Brenda. We're being bombarded by this and that and the other thing. So like, there's mercury in your mascara and then there's, preservatives, parabens in your, in your moisturizer, and then there's stuff in your sunscreen, and there's, there's lead in your lipstick, and it's like little bits of every little thing. It starts to build up. It creates what, what's known as a body burden, and I, I believe that that's what happened to me, that when I started eliminating all this stuff, like in our um, deodorant in particular had aluminum in there and other kinds of preservatives and additives. I just use baking soda. Now, now. we know aluminum is certainly implicated in various kinds of tumors. It's also implicated in things like Alzheimer's and dementia. That's right. That's right. So now I use, I put uh, baking soda in a salt shaker and I sprinkle some in my hand, the palm of my hand, and I put it under my each armpit right after I take a shower. And it lasts the whole day. And I have one of my clients is a yoga teacher, and she was very nervous about trying it because she does very intense yoga, and she sweats a lot. She's constantly reapplying her deodorant. Well, she tried the the baking soda, and she said it works like a charm. That's great to know. Wow. So we don't have to use toxic things. Now, you, I know your book really well. I love your book. You Thank talk you. about what we put in our body, what we put on our body, and then what's around us in our environment. So what's around us? What kinds of things are around in the environment that we have to pay attention to? 
Okay, so one of the things that I'm really big on is avoiding fragrances. Synthetic fragrances can be a huge trigger for asthma and allergies and upper respiratory problems. And one of my clients had a chronic cough for two years. She was on inhalers and um, codeine, cough syrup, because the doctors just didn't know. And she said to me, you know, it's really funny. When I sleep at a hotel, I don't cough. And I'm like, hello, there's something in your home. It's obvious to me. It was to me. It wasn't obvious to her. And so one of the things I do is I go into people's homes and help them to to investigate. I'm sort of a toxic sleuth in a way. And I walk toxic sleuth is on the job. I love it. Right. I walk into her bedroom, and she's loaded with these beautiful candles. And I, I felt my throat started itching. And I said to her, this is it. Here's your problem. This is what's causing your cough. And she said, oh, no, I'm not getting rid of my candles. These were given to me as gifts, and they're so relaxing, and I light them at night, and I take a bath. And I said, no, no, no. And we got into this tug of war. You know, I had a bag with me. I'd give me the candle. Put it in the bag. And um, she very reluctantly agreed to get rid of her candles. I said, let's just try it for a week and then see how you feel. And three days later, she called me up, and she said, you're not going to believe it. My cough is gone. And wow. So wow, in three days. But since the body just isn't designed to handle toxic molecules, they do get in the lungs and in the blood. And I want everyone to know how important this is to detoxify your home because we're finding, especially if you're a parent with a young child in the home, children have an even harder time, don't they, Beth? Absolutely. Their bodies are growing and their lungs are so little and they're being exposed. Think about it. They've got the room sprays, right, and the scented bubble bath and the shampoo. And then they've got, you know, um, stuff in the soaps and, and the air fresheners that are going on. And so these poor little children, the asthma is on the rise. And they've done studies that have shown that people who use, like, these harsh cleaners in their homes, their children have a much higher incidence of, of asthma and allergies. All right, now you talked about cleaners. Let's go there because we know most cleaners are made from very toxic chemicals. It says right on the bottle of most of That's these right. things, don't inhale this. Don't oh, wait, breathe I it better. Not, not only don't inhale this, if you look at a bottle of Windex, it'll say right on the label, precautionary statement, hazardous to humans and domestic animals. I was shocked. I grew up with Windex. I was totally shocked when I read that. So Hazardous to would... humans and domestic animals? Yeah. So, you Whoa. know, it doesn't, say, it doesn't say don't drink it. It says all it says is hazardous to humans and domestic animals. So I'm assuming that, yes, of course, if you drink it, it's toxic. But also, you're spraying it. You're spraying it in the air. You're spraying it on counters. You're spraying it on your child's you know, counter where, where they're eating their food, the, the high chair, and then they're putting their fingers in their mouth and, and ingesting this stuff. So an wow. easy, switch, easy switch is to switch to vinegar, white vinegar, hydrogen peroxide, and baking soda. And I have a whole bunch of great recipes, easy, easy recipes in my book to show you how to make household cleaners that are really effective and totally non-toxic. And I have to say, that stuff is probably cheaper to make than what we pay for Wendex. All these toxic products are quite expensive. Now, Beth, a lot of new products have come on the market, things like 
uh, method, and I can't think of the others, but there's a whole bunch of them now um, on the shelf, someplace like Rainbow Grocery, for example. What mm-hmm. do you think of those? You know, uh, there's a great website. Uh, the Environmental Working Group has put out a website that if you um, go to their website and you can you can type in the product that you use and it will tell you exactly how toxic it is because a lot of these companies are making changes that they used to have bad stuff in it and they're swapping out for better stuff. But um, So the Environmental Working Group will show you that. But I just want to say something about that, about companies swapping out bad for, for good, what, you know, for worse. Because, for example, if you see on a bottle of um, a water bottle that says BPA-free, well, you think, okay, well, this must be safe because BPA, bisphenol A, is, is a known endocrine disruptor. It messes with our hormones. And people have become aware of this. And so companies are trying to address this. And what they're doing is they're swapping out BPA with another chemical. However, that other chemical can be even more toxic than BPA. It hasn't been tested yet. So it's kind mm. of ironic. So, so really, get that website again, Beth, where people can go and check for toxicity. And is that on your website? Because we can just send people to your website. Yeah, um, the Environmental Working Group is is not on my website, but if they just Google Environmental Working Group, they can they can have they can okay Environmental Working Group, and then of course, Beth's website is Supernatural Home. Want to be yes. a supernatural mom, dad, spouse, brother, sister? We want to, and our uncle, we want to be there as that person in our family, as that person where we work, that person who says, hey, you're not feeling well. Why don't you check out this book, Supernatural Home, and see if making some changes with your food, with your products that you put on your skin or in your body, these things can make a difference. Now, Beth, what are the biggest changes, if you were to recommend to our listeners, these are the three things that could make the biggest difference. What would you say? I oh, by the way, I, what am I doing? Right. Wait a second. I forgot to tell people. <laughs> if you have a question, hit me back at Dr. Brenda Wade on Facebook or Dr. Brenda B- Wade Twitter. Tweet at me or call 347-989-0776. That's 347-989-0776. And ask your own question of our toxic sleuth, Beth Greer. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, okay, here's my top three. Number one, avoid food additives. And by food additives, I mean food dyes, artificial food dyes. For example, they have been banned in Europe for good reason. They cause behavioral problems in normal children. And um, just 36 milligrams of food dye will cause a big reaction in a child. And I have to tell you, an average kid's meal of a macaroni and cheese, a bag of Skittles, and orange soda is over 100 milligrams of, of food dyes. So you're really setting up yourself and your child for, for problems, especially if you're hyperactive to begin with or have ADD or ADHD. Anything is start to eliminate the food colorings. So other mm, food additives. Okay. Other food additives like preservatives, I mean, how, how long do you think a loaf of bread should last, Brenda? 
oh my goodness, not more than I'd say maximum 36 hours if you're keeping it in the fridge. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, would you believe I brought, I bought a loaf of bread at Safeway and um, I bought it for a talk I was giving it because I bought it because it said a hundred percent whole wheat and I was trying to show people that it's important to say hundred percent rather than made with. Meanwhile, this, bag of bread that I left in my pantry, I didn't put it in my fridge or my refrigerator or my freezer, lasted nine months before a speck of mold appeared on it. Nine it months? Nine months. Nine months. You've got it to had, be kidding me. No, no. It was it had, honey bread. What did, they, what did they put in that? The stuff they put in <laughs> to keep you, mummies? <laughs> they put, uh, it's called calcium propionate. And um, this particular chemical is found in a lot of uh, baked goods, and um, it causes ADHD behavior in laboratory animals. So, again, it's another kind of thing. It seems innocuous. How bad could, you know, 100% whole wheat, if you're eating wheat bread, seem to be? But, man, this stuff had horrible, horrible chemical in there that kept it free from, from mold for nine months. That okay. is truly so, frightening. <laughs> oh, my God. Know, right? We have a question here. Uh, yes. This is from uh, Cindy. Cindy says, hi, I'm a new mom, and you're scaring me. What about baby food? <laughs> ah, well, baby food. So, yeah, you want to go organic whenever possible. And pesticides, okay, you want to avoid pesticides. So pesticides work by destroying the nervous system of bugs. You have to think. What is it doing to our nervous system over time? I'm not saying, like, it took me 50 years before my tumor manifested. So I'm not saying, you know, you eat some non-organic food and boom, you get sick. This takes time. Pesticides. Um, you want, there are certain fruits and vegetables that are, have high pesticide residues like apples and strawberries and some that have lower pesticide residues that are safer to eat if it's not organic, like an avocado, things with a peel, like an onion or, or pineapple, things like that. So things but with a peel, like baby food, isn't it more crucial because the baby's so little? So little, Yeah, absolutely. And plus the fact, organically grown uh, fruits and vegetables have way more vitamins and antioxidants than, like, for example, an organically grown apple can have as much as 300% more vitamin C than uh, a non-organic apple, and it tastes better. So yeah, don't be scared. Organic growing that actually. What I just I didn't hear what you said. You kind of got I said there's something in organically grown, or let's put it this way: something in the chemicals that isn't organically grown. Yeah, I, I, you're breaking up, but yes. Oh, dear. I, I hear you now. But yes, uh, I just want to say that for, for the new mom, to try to just buy organic food for your baby, it's so, so important, and avoid those artificial food dyes. They used to, you know, they have these squeezable yogurt tubes that have blue yogurt in it. No, <laughs> just don't. Get the plain yogurt, add your own blueberries or blueberry preserves as long as it's organic and it's not artificially colored. Wow. Yeah, blue yogurt's kind of a scary thought. So, right. Beth, we are talking about organic foods as much as possible 
getting the fruit that has a thick skin if you are going to get non-organic or something like an avocado what else is in your top three changes that we could all make okay so cindy thanks for your question sure so my number two would be anything that's labeled antibacterial i don't like these uh, soaps and toothpaste that has triclosan in it it's actually a pesticide and it's found in antibacterial soaps deodorant acne cream um it's, it's very pervasive. It's an endocrine disruptor. As I said before, it, it messes with our hormones. And doctors are saying that plain soap and water is just as effective at killing germs. And so you don't want to use things that say, if it says antibacterial, you can be sure. If you look on the ingredient label, it'll say triclosan. And that's one thing you want to avoid. And then my last, the last one was fragrance. So those are my top three. Um, food additives like pesticides, food colorings, and um, preservatives. Two is antibacterial, and three would be synthetic fragrance. Ah, okay. So stop using antibacterial products, synthetic fragrance, and as much as you can, organic fruits and vegetables. Now, a lot of people will say, we only have a minute left, Beth, but a lot of people will say, hey, those organic fruits and veggies cost more. What would you say? Right. Well, what's what's more expensive, your health or, you know, paying a little bit extra? You know, I just want to say I've been to Costco. They have a, an amazing organic section now. I just bought some beautiful organic blueberries and strawberries and apples they have there really inexpensively. Um, I love going to the farmer's market, and especially at the end of the day, like if if the farmer's market's over at one, if I get there a quarter to one, they're giving stuff away. They don't want to bring it back home. Here's a bag of broccoli for a dollar. You know, take these apples with you. They don't want to bring it back home. So it's a really good time to shop sort of at the end. You may miss out on some of your other favorite things, but if you want to save money, that's a good way to go. Yeah, and I can't say enough. Uh, Rainbow Grocery in San Francisco a grocery store with integrity. Everything there is organic and beautifully uh, selected. So check them out. And they do have community discounts and things like that you can ask about. So, Beth, I am so glad you took the time, and I do think you had courage, the courage to not go under the surgeon's knife, the courage to really look deeply at how you could heal your own body because the body does respond when we work with it instead of against it. So everyone, very courageous woman. Now, you know, I'm a big believer. You build a library. You keep that library handy so you've got something to deal with life and life is a team sport. So that is available for private consultations. Read the book. Do the things that you can do right now. And the book is called Supernatural Home. Her website is supernaturalhome.com. And Beth, is there anything else going on you want to let us know about very quickly? Um, I have a webinar if people want to. Uh, it's, it's a four-week webinar that they can sign up. You can find it on my, on my website. And that you can do it in the, in the privacy of your own home. And I go through each, of the, I go through each room, the kitchen and the, the bathroom and uh, the bedroom. I talk about Wi-Fi and carpeting and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in your home, and and not to be afraid. Just knowledge is power, and just take little bites at a time, and you'll be good to go. Wonderful. 
And I want to also encourage you all, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot here in Modern Love Radio is detoxify your mind. Get to a place of calm and peace. Beth started out talking about meditation. Let's close right there. Learn to meditate, and I'm going to give a shout-out to the School of Practical Philosophy. Check them out. It's practicalphilosopher.org. And they'll teach you to meditate for next to nothing. And it's very important to learn to bring that tool into your life. All right, it's a pleasure to be with you all. As always, a big, huge thank you to our producer, Ms. LeGrand Green. Thank you to our associate producer, Cliff Dunning. And a wonderful hug to our special guest, Beth Greer. Supernatural mom is in the house, everybody. We'll be with you again next week. Blessings.